to be honest, because people always ask me, well, how do you, you know, how does, how do you do that? How do you leave a paycheck, um, a steady paycheck? I didn't notice that we weren't making that money anymore. We had saved money, but not significant. I didn't notice. We still went out to dinner. We still vacationed. We still did things. We cut corners, but we were both happy. It's the Inspiration Place podcast with artist Miriam Shulman. Welcome to the Inspiration Place podcast, an art world insider podcast for artists by an artist, where each week we go behind the scenes to uncover the perspiration and inspiration behind the art. And now, your host, Miriam Shulman. Well, hello, Passion Maker. This is Miriam Shulman, your curator of inspiration. And you're listening to episode number 187 of the Inspiration Place podcast. I'm so grateful that you're here. Today, we're talking to a portrait artist who left behind a lucrative job in finance to follow her dreams to become a full-time artist. You're going to absolutely love this episode. But before we get into today and I bring on today's guest, I wanted to make sure you knew that I curated a podcast playlist just for you if you're into portraits. To get your hands on that binge-worthy playlist of all my favorite episodes that focus on portraits, head on over to shulmanart.com forward slash playlist and you'll be able to get that complete binge listen worthy playlist today for all of your walks and your studio time. Okay, once again, that's shulmanart.com forward slash playlist. And now on with the show. Today's guest is a full-time artist specializing in pastel, oil, acrylic, and mixed media art. After spending 20 years in a finance career, she decided to follow her true passion and become a full-time artist and spend her time sharing her passion with others, teaching others to be creative and exploring the world's landscape, recreating into canvas. Her work is a mixture of realism, exploration, experimentation, and pure fun. To help others achieve their creative success and provide guidance, this artist developed Creative Souls Art and also the Creative Souls Art Facebook group. This is the journey that includes instructional online classes, ebooks, live events, and workshops that guide creatives along throughout the process. Her goal is to help creatives learn to nourish their soul using Creative Souls Art as the process. This path explores creating from within, approaching the process intuitively out the fear and the pressure of perfection and judgment. Please welcome to the inspiration place, Krista Forrest. Well, hi there, Krista. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Well, I'm so excited to talk to you, fellow former finance person, you, except (laughs) I escaped it much faster than you did. 20 years is Uh, a long time. Where did you, where did you work? My last, last stint was Merrill Lynch. So I was in sales in Merrill Lynch and that was it for me after that. 
Okay. So I was working in finance 20 years ago. Actually, it's more than 20 years ago. (laughs) How old are my kids? Yeah. When I, I left, I left 21 years ago. Yeah. And I was working for Solomon Brothers, which is okay now something else and then became something else. And then I was working for Hedge Fund. And what were you, no one else cares about this part of this conversation, but me, by the way. So what were you, <laughs> what were you doing? Like what part of finance were you in? At the end, I was on the retail end of it. Okay. So you were in sales. For the better part of my career, I was in the wholesale in okay. uh, annuity and mutual fund sales. Okay. All right. Everyone else is so bored by this conversation. I know. All right, let's, let's, <laughs> let's move into art. Okay. So what, what brought you to the moment that you walked away from it? And how long ago was After that? I, I oh God, now it's, I think it was 2007 was my last, was it? No, that's when I got married. 2017. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, you know, after the market crashed a few times and not real, not, you know, my husband was in finance too. He was actually at Bear Stearns yeah. for a little while. <laughs> so if you're in finance, you know. And it was stressful and I couldn't, you know, my husband left, he lost his job um, before I left and he became a yoga instructor. And then I just had enough. It was just too much anxiety, too much stress. Yeah. And we saved up some money and we decided that was it for me. And that was it. And I haven't looked back. I gave up you know, all my education, all my licenses, everything, because I just couldn't take it anymore. Your series seven. Um, I gave it all up. Yeah, yeah. I did that too. <laughs> yeah. So I was in the center of the blow up of 98. Were, are you old enough to remember that? Or were you, yes. you were still in college? Yes. No, I'm no. Oh, I was a grown grown You're adult. Grown adult. Okay. So I all right. So I I worked for long-term capital management. Okay. That blew up wow. everybody. Yeah. Okay, so you were the only person I've had on this podcast who knows about that place. Like everyone else, like, let's just talk about art and painting, please. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, that was my fault. I blew up the financial markets in 1998. <laughs> um, all right. It's okay. So you decided to finally walk away. I had like a similar thing. So my, my hedge fund blew up. I walked away after it blew up. Um, I was invited to stay. So I stayed for a little while. And then when I was pregnant, I walked away. And I was thinking about going back when 9-11 happened. And so for me, I didn't go back because 9-11 happened. I said, okay, that's my sign for the, from the universe. Don't come back here. Yeah. <laughs> this is a bad place. <laughs> So you were there when it first, the first World Trade Center. Correct. I was. Yeah. So that, you know. Yes. And yeah, that was stressful. Yes. (laughs) So were you there too? I wasn't. I was back. I can't even remember what year that was. 93. I was actually, 93. I was actually working in New York City in the financial, not financial, fashion industry. Okay. um, On uptown on 7th Avenue. So I was not in finance then. Well, I I Uh, was across the street when that happened. I was in seven World Trade Center. I could see it happening and everyone around me was working. Yeah. It was like kind of, everybody kind of on my way home to Grand Central, it was like a normal right. 
It was a weird, weird kind so of weird, vibe. so weird, which is why when 9-11 happened, I was like, I remembered what the first bombing was like. And I was like, oh, I'd be dead now if I because <laughs> they didn't evacuate those towers right away. That's yeah. why, you know, people wonder why didn't they why didn't everybody leave? Because because <laughs> they're assholes. Was, you know, they're like, they're still working. Yeah. And I mean, even that that word still working. Yeah. Um, that's the stress that exactly, um, you know, having kids, sick days, all that, the stress of constantly having to be there, people putting in trades at like 420, you know, and I'm stressing out or, yes. you know, error, you know, it was just stressful. Yes. That, and end, had, that, that end of day thing. <laughs> so yes. I would just literally go in the bathroom and like, sometimes I'd just go in the bathroom and have to like cry because, and I was in um, private wealth management at Merrill Lynch, which means upper, upper, very exclusive, rich, wealthy individuals. So that's Mm -hmm. a whole other way of dealing with human beings. Um, And they weren't the nicest of people. And I, (laughs) (laughs) so I started painting again. I I had stopped painting through that whole, you know, all those years. And I started painting again. And it was kind of like, it's a weird, you know, it was like I was, um, you know, I was malnourished all Mm. this time, or I was, you know, dehydrated. I finally had that drop of water that first. And it was just kind of like, I need to be doing this. This is what I want to be doing. I don't care if it doesn't make money. I don't care at that point. I just, this is what I need to be doing. And I did it. Did you now? you didn't just (laughs) fall from the sky as an artist. So did, when did you, how did you learn how to paint? I mean, I've always been creative. And then in high school, I would make, I was more, I wanted to be a fashion designer. And so high school, after high school, I went to Fashion Institute of Technology. I worked in the, the garment industry in the city for a while. Do you watch Project and Runway? Not anymore. Oh, you don't. I, <laughs> I, still, I still watch it. It's not as good as the Tim Gunn days, but I, I still am a sucker for that. Really? So, yeah. <laughs> And then I realized the garment industry wasn't what I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Well, nothing is ever little... what we think it is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was pretty cutthroat. It was, yeah. you know, in New York yeah. City, 18 years old, New York City, um, and being from Fairfield County, living and and being in New York City, it was it was a different experience for me that I wasn't used to. So um that didn't last very long. And uh, I came back home and uh, got into somehow got into finance. I think it was a temporary job mm. and they hired me and it as somehow I just ended up there. And then I wow. kept <laughs> kept getting licensed. And then, you know, after you're just kind of stuck, I was making good money. And I know that I was, call that the golden handcuffs. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't make up that phrase, but true. No, I act like true. I did, but it's true because <laughs> yeah, it's like you're tied to this lifestyle and this job. And then the you start buying things like furniture and houses that make you more tied yes. to that <laughs> lifestyle. 
expensive things. And then you live in a place like we do where everything is very expensive. So it's, yes. it's hard, not, it's hard to give it up once you have it. Yes. But we did. Um, I did. We did. And yes. <laughs> you did. You did. This is about you, right? I well, forgetting that. We both, Focus my husband and I, so we, we okay, went. He did too, making, right. He, he does yes, yoga. He was, That's so amazing. Okay. <laughs> so we went from making this much money to making, I'm not even going to show it. This, you know, yes. this and much for money. our podcast listeners who cannot see you, <laughs> her hand went from the ceiling <laughs> to below her desk. <laughs> and you know, to be honest, because people always ask me, well, how do you, you know, how does, how do you do that? How do you leave a paycheck, um, a steady paycheck? I didn't notice that we weren't making that money anymore. We had saved money, but not significant. I didn't notice. We still went out to dinner. We still vacationed. We still did things. We cut corners, but we were both happy. Yeah. And I didn't think about all the stress of, I got to pay the bills. I got to pay the mortgage. I got to do all this. It was just this shift. And I didn't even notice, even my kids were like, it doesn't even feel like you guys quit your job. Hmm, That's awesome. (laughs) Um, it's a, it's a weird, it was a weird, and to even now we, we moved, we shifted, moved all the way across the United States to California and live. Okay. In so you're not most, in New York anymore. So, I am not. In so New York we can't anymore, hang no. together. I'm so no. disappointed. I, I was like this whole, up until now, I was like, had visions of us going to museums and, and hanging. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am in busted my fantasy. Yeah. San Diego. I love San Diego. I love it. So yeah, during COVID, we were like, hey, let's just move. Do you go to Lofty Coffee? I've never heard of that. Really? Oh, it's so good. Um, (laughs) They have like this at like the spicy. Oh, it's so good. Anyway, it's like, where is it? Near Little Italy, maybe? Oh, I am about 40 minutes. Oh, so San Diego is big. Okay. It's pretty big. Yeah. Are you even um, in San Diego? Maybe you're like, you're not even in San Diego. Diego. You're in like Carlsbad I, or. I'm not as far as Carlsbad. I'm still considered San Diego. Okay. Close to Del Mar. I'm okay. like North Cal, North San Diego, I guess. Okay. So when I decided I wanted to quit my job, I had to present my husband with a whole PowerPoint and spreadsheet about how we were going to manage. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. Like, okay, this is what's going to happen. We're going to sell the minivan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to buy pantyhose anymore. Like it was like, like that was going to make a big difference, which it did. Like, I don't, I don't have to deal, you know, I don't need this w- fancy wardrobe anymore. I don't need this, these shoes anymore. I don't need the, all the things that I, you realize you, like you said, like all of a sudden you don't, you don't need them. Like, but yes. with like the expense I, of supporting <laughs> being that person. Yes. Yes. Okay. Let's let's switch to painting because, like, I okay. I feel like yeah, no one's yeah. listening to us anymore. We're having a, the best time ever. <laughs> All right. So y- you have an amazing painting behind you. What is what is Thank the you. medium of that? And tell us about that. The is this is acrylic and there is some paper for the clothing there. Oh, really? Um, yeah. And this was a recent uh, demo that I did for my loyal followers <laughs> the the um, facebook group the my um, face um my facebook group, art my private facebook group yes creative souls art so i've 
decided this year that I was going to be more visual. Usually I do a lot of online courses. You don't see my face. I don't go live. I don't. So I decided I'm going to get the technology and I'm going to, I'm going to be more visual. I'm going to go live. Visible. People visible. Yeah. yeah. People like seeing your face. Oh even yeah. I don't like seeing my face. And so every other month I decided I'm going to do a retreat. Everybody needs a retreat. Okay. Even though we can't leave our house. So virtual, <laughs> it's virtual. A virtual retreat where you can just kind of get in your little corner and just kind of create with me. And it's been successful. It's my second one I did. It was a few weekends ago. And people just either they'll paint along or they'll watch. And the stuff that, you know, I kind of took her a little bit more realistic, but the stuff that people created, I'm pretty like, wow. Okay. So let's talk about <laughs> this person here. Now, you, this is a real person you painted. Is this from a photo? It's, a, um, it's from a photo reference in okay. a royalty-free site. Love those sites. And, yeah. So you pay, you pay, so for people who don't know what we're talking about, okay, you can't just take a picture from the internet <laughs> and paint it. You may think Correct. you can, but you can't. Okay. Would you like to explain why my, my guest? Well, I mean, there are photographers, there are artists too. Yes. And we, you know, if we're painting another photographer's work there, that's their artwork we're actually using, it's like someone stealing my artwork and painting it, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, and so there are sites, there's a number of them that Which I is use. your favorite? I use Unsplash. Okay. Um, I thought that was one of the free ones though. That's a free one. Well, no, no, that is a free one. Yeah. I'm thinking of my, yeah, that's a free one. Which is the ones you um, use that you like pay for images since that's what we're talking about. I've had the Adobe because I pay for that every month, the Adobe stock. Yeah, but I don't, I think I'm using that use one that much. Okay, so I I I use that one, and what I do is it used to be um, photo photolia. I don't know how to say it. Photolia. Okay. Do you know okay. what I'm talking about? It's F O T O L L I A, and they were purchased by Adobe stock. So when it was the old site, I just bought credits. And you actually still can buy credits. And that's actually what I do. And I probably okay. spend as much on credits as if I was a subscriber, <laughs> but it makes me feel better not to be subscribed. <laughs> but let's explain well, to people I, what you do there so that because they still don't know what we're talking about. So ex- explain what you do when you go on Adobe stock and you want to. I, the last time I used it, I bought credits. Oh, you did the same thing. <laughs> was, you bought credits. I did the same thing. I haven't actually used Adobe stock in a while. Oh, okay. The the reason why I use Unsplash is everyone can access it. So if I tell my students, hey, you can go to the site and get, you know, it's just easier for everybody else to access the photos. They actually have really good photos. So um, I was paying for a lot of photography sites, not just the ones we're talking about. So let me just explain what this is, because I feel like we kind of assuming (laughs) they know and they don't. So the stock photography sites that Chris and I are talking about, if you want to paint an eagle or a, a, a woman or a cat or a landscape, and you can go into these sites and you can search for whatever it is you want to paint. They have all kinds of photographs. Um, they also have other kinds of images that you can purchase. But if you're looking for a photograph, you just 
Let the search engine know you want a photograph, you want it either horizontal, vertical, or you don't care. Um, you say what you want in it. And then you can pay, and I forget what it is, maybe it's $10 an image, depending how large you, you feel you need it, like $6, $10. I don't know because they they kind of trick me into buying it because that's that's why they do it as credit. So you're, you're not really yes. sure how much you're paying. <laughs> I usually end up spending like 50 bucks like before I'm, yes. I'm yeah, okay, to get a couple of images. So once you've purchased, you've you're basically purchasing the right to use their photograph. And you have you do have to be careful because there are some sites where you are not allowed to create derivative artwork, meaning you're not allowed to paint the photograph. Th- is that correct, Krista? I think so. You have to kind of it's the same like with music. You kind of have to read what yes, the you have to understand what you're, what you're doing. Um, yes. For Adobe, most of the photos, though, you can create derivative ar- artworks from it, and you have permission to do that as long as you purchase it. So I purchase it. Not a, not that much. Not a big investment to a feel good, like you said, feel good about supporting other artists, photographers who are other artists, and b also be on the right side of the law because you don't want to be sued for copyright infringement. Especially, you just don't want that to happen. So there's that. Then the other thing that we're talking about, the Unsplash, is so a lot of times I need stock imagery, not because I'm painting it, but just because I'm putting it in like a webinar or a slide deck or something like that. And I want to show artists working and I don't want to just show me. I want to show uh, diversity of people. I will. I will go. I we have found that Unsplashed actually has better images for that purpose. Um, yes, they do. They have better diversity. <laughs> like some of the stock they, photo sites, I feel like it's all white blonde girls. It's not. Yeah, but yes, they do have some really good stock photos. Oh yeah, better than Adobe stock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I like Unsplash. I do too. The, the thing is, though. Um, and I try to teach my students is a lot of times I use the photo reference rather loosely. Mm. It doesn't end up looking like the photo. So my goal is never to really to copy the photo because these photos are available to thousands of artists. They're available to whoever goes onto the site. And so you can paint that photo image and someone else can and 20 other people can, and then you've got the same I know. So I try to change it. I try to change it up a little bit, make it a little different so that you don't, so it kind of looks more like I created it or I took the photo or so forth. So um, like with her, she's her hair. I totally changed the hair or the body or the skin tone or, or whatever. So my goal isn't to make it look exactly like the photo because I just don't want I don't want to post something on Instagram and everybody else is doing the same artwork. I know. Well, that's <laughs> happened to me. You know, it's like, yes. well, also that happens to me because I'm an art teacher. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, you know, I like, I taught them how to do it. So of course there's going to be a bunch of, and even though I say you can do it your own way and here are five different ways you can do it. It's like, I don't know why I'm surprised when people do it exactly <laughs> the way I taught them to. So, <laughs> you know, I showed them how. <laughs> What one thing I want people though to understand who are listening, if you are doing any of those like 
American Watercolor Society type juried shows, they also have rules. They don't want you using um, as your photo reference any stock photography. Like if you have a a photograph as as your photo reference, it has to be one that you took yourself. So they have pretty strict rules about that. I mean, I remember some, now this is going back maybe 15 years. There was a woman who did a very realistic painting of a bearded man and they were like they found like the, the photograph yeah. that she used and they were not happy with her i think she got her metal stripped wow yeah i, I don't even know if there might have been even some gossip that it wasn't hand painted like it was Ooh. you know but I, I don't remember anyway i don't even know the person so it doesn't matter like we're not gonna commit libel right now so I don't- <laughs> All right. So, um, Krista, tell us about these workshops because I'm super curious. So before we hit record, I was interrogating Krista about it. (laughs) I was just really impressed with what you're doing. You do these these retreats you're talking about. They're actually free. Yes. (laughs) Holy cow. Okay. All right. So tell us about the last retreat you said you so before we hit record, you told me it was Saturday and Sunday. How many hours are you painting for the camera? So it's two hours a day. Okay. We work on one project. This was our last one. I go step by step. I even provided for this past one, some pre retreat videos on how to get your image onto your canvas, how to We were using a specific color palette. So I kind of gave some color on that. And then, you know, I asked everyone to join my Facebook, my private Facebook group, one to share because I like sharing and I like to see what everyone's doing and also to get information, you know, about stuff coming up. So my Facebook group has become, you know, it's been one of my focuses because a lot of people like sharing and sharing with others and getting feedback from other people. Um, And so I'm finding it a really kind of cool, supportive community. I don't necessarily run the retreat through Facebook because I can't trust. Yeah. So how <laughs> how do they access these videos? They have to join your email list. So they, they register. What does that look like? So you usually I'll have people join my email list and I'll provide an RSVP okay. in there. Okay. And then you get hooked on to getting and I create a classroom. And um, as long as you're on my email list, getting the updates you will get the link every day to that day's retreat. Okay. So now I, I'm, let's pretend I'm on your email list, which <laughs> everyone should do. Well, so what's your, what's your website, Krista? My website is www.creativesoulsart.com. Okay. So your creative souls art everywhere. Is that your handle on Instagram too? Yes. Okay. Uh, no, no, there you're Krista Forrest. <laughs> I couldn't get that one. It's Krista Forrest Fine Arts. Okay. Okay, great. <laughs> By the way, we will have links of all these places in the show notes, which is shulmanart.com forward slash 187. Hopefully that's the right number. Okay. So I'm on your email list and I'm all excited because I want to learn how to do this. But oh no, um, that weekend actually. My mom said, uh, my mom guilt trips me into doing something else for her. I don't know what it is, but that's her MO. Okay. So I missed it. So what happens? How, how, how can I watch it? 
Is it so recorded? I, Can I? I do record it. I offer what I call creative VIP access, which gives you kind of the course. You get to, you purchase the course, gives you access to the um, the replay, lifetime access to the replay. Plus, I do three additional bonus lessons that kind of further talk about and further kind of go into what we learned during the retreat. Okay. So those bonus lessons you don't give during the retreat. That's only for the VIPs? Only for the VIPs. Okay. And can I purchase the VIP package ahead of time? Like I know ahead of time, it's my sister's wedding and uh, my sister's married. So I don't even know why I'm making these things up. Yes. But I know ahead of time, like I can't, I can't do it. I can purchase VIP in advance. Yes. Okay. Yes, you can. And then if I didn't purchase VIP in advance and now oh no, it's Sunday. I forgot about this amazing thing. I, I forgot to go. Then you let me buy it or can I only buy it in advance? You can, you can buy it whenever. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's right. always open. Yes. Okay. It and becomes an on-demand class afterwards. So you can the VIP The VIP thing is on-demand. Correct. So like yes. I can go to your website right now and buy that that retreat that yes. you did? Yes, you can. Ooh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right, everyone. So Make sure you check all those things out in the show notes, shulmanart.com forward slash 187. Krista's artwork is amazing. You have to check out her Instagram feed. It is so inspiring. She does, not only does she do, do the acrylic that you may or may not see behind you if you saw the audiogram on my Instagram feed. I mean, I know this is a podcast. Go look at our go look at our Instagrams. But I've also seen you do like Procreate, like these really amazing Procreate. I have. I've finally figured out how to do it. So yeah, I've been doing that too. I want to learn how to do that too. Actually. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So make sure you check out all those things. And by the way, don't forget if you liked this episode, you have to check out the must-listen roundup of all my favorite episodes around portraits. Head on over to shulmanart.com forward slash playlist and grab your binge-worthy podcast playlist on portraits today. Again, that's shulmanart.com forward slash playlist. Alrighty, Krista, do you have any last words for my listeners before we call this podcast complete? Ooh, last words. Well, I think let's go over what we talked about. Follow your passion. Don't be scared to do it. Just kind of make a plan and go for it. Enjoy life and be amazing about what you do. And you you need a lot less money than you think. (laughs) Correct. Yes. (laughs) I've worn the same sweater in every podcast episode. Actually, I do wear the sweater a lot, but I'm saying that because I recorded three podcast episodes today and they're going to think, is that all she wears? Like, the answer is actually yes. Same pair of jeans every day, too. Like, all right. This was so much fun, Krista. Thank you so much for being with me here today. And thank, thank you. you. Thank you. And thank you, my friend out there. Thanks for joining both of us. I'll see you the same time, same place next week. Stay inspired. Thank you for listening to the Inspiration Place podcast. Connect with us on Facebook at facebook.com slash shulmanart, on Instagram at shulmanart, and of course, on shulmanart.com.